I don't need to shame myself. I have been forgiven. I have gone to confession. I have received mercy. I'm working on healing. God is helping me. I know who God is. I know who I am. I have support, right? That middle point is really peace. It's I'm not sinning and I don't need to, to live in that shame anymore. Hello everyone, my name is Adam Cross and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and a youth minister in Southern California. And today I want to talk to you about the pendulum of conversion. So I work a lot with individuals struggling with scrupulosity. I have a couple of other videos on that specifically, but just a quick overview is scrupulosity is having obsessive thoughts, obsessive worries that I have done something wrong. I am in a state of mortal sin. I'm going to hell. Having misplaced guilt to the point where it is obsessive. Checking behaviors, confessing compulsively, um, really doubting if you have been forgiven or if you are in a state of grace, if you are okay, if you are forgiven. It's a very difficult thing to carry um, and it is anxiety based. It's obsessive compulsive uh, based, right? We have these ruminating thoughts and then we try to do things that relieve the obsessions and the fears. So within that, um, I'm talking today about the pendulum of conversion. And what that is, is when someone goes through a conversion, the tendency is that they can overcorrect at times. So if you think a pendulum, if you think of a, you know, a, a grandfather clock, right? Um, you can kind of imagine the, you know, it's swinging, right? The pendulum is swinging like this. And so if up here is the life before conversion or point before reversion, right? It could involve sin. It could involve um, just unhealthy behaviors, harmful lifestyle. Then the conversion as the pendulum swings is a changing of life or a desire to change life. Um, and that it goes to that midpoint, right? You want balance. That's a good thing. But what does the pendulum do? It is often, you know, it doesn't just oh, falls down straight to the middle. No, it goes up <laughs> and then it goes down. And eventually the goal is for it to be in the middle. Now, when I work with individuals really struggling with scrupulosity, oftentimes a part of it involves looking at what was up here. You know, what happened in your life before you had a conversion that involved a guilt, involved shame, involved self-checking. A couple of examples that come to mind too is, you know, if you are someone who maybe never even left the faith, but wanted to make a change that, you know, if someone's up here and they're struggling with say an addiction to pornography, well, what does an addiction to pornography involve? It involves hiding. It involves um, not being able to talk about your issues most of the time, a deep sense of shame. Oh, this thing I want, this thing I do is wrong. I have to keep it hidden. But there's a lot of, a lot of self-shaming, self-criticizing that goes around porn use. That could be the same thing with substance use, right? People hiding addictions. Um, it could be any type of, again, of sinful, shameful behavior. And so then there's a desire to change. Um, and the field of psychology breaks us down in the stages of change, right? So when you're in that stage, it's probably pre-contemplation. You're not even really thinking, I'm going to change. You're just doing it, right? And then you begin to contemplate it, and then you begin to prepare. And maybe that, that preparation or that action is 
stirred by some sort of conversion, some sort of experience or a series of experiences that says, I want to reorder my life to Christ, right? And that's a beautiful thing. That's a good thing. And our journey, everyone's journey of conversion is an ongoing lifetime thing. It's not just, oh, I converted once, now I'm good. No, you know, we're always growing deeper and called to a deeper conversion. But sometimes when we have these struggles with sin addiction, we don't just stop there. Like I said, we go the other way. And so scrupulosity sometimes can be people who have struggled with addiction, people who have struggled with shame or self-critiquing, self-checking behaviors, that now the sinful behavior isn't there, but the process, the rumination, the mental coping skills that were involved with the sin are now still there, right? So now you're on the other end of the pendulum and there may be a lack of sinful behavior, which is awesome. Um, maybe there's still a little bit and you're still fighting um, to overcome addictions, but the same checking, the same shaming, everything that was there on this side of the pendulum is still there. And so with scrupulosity and healing scrupulosity, part of our goal is to get down to the middle, <laughs> right? If that middle point, if that balance is, I don't need to shame myself. I have been forgiven. I have gone to confession. I have received mercy. I'm working on healing. God is helping me. I know who God is. I know who I am. I have support, right? That middle point is really peace. It's I'm not sinning and I don't need to, to live in that shame anymore, right? That self-criticism. So that, that middle point really is Christ. And so when you have scrupulosity up here, it the healing part is really examining those coping skills. You know, what am I still doing that that I was doing up here that just isn't necessary anymore? And it could be something as simple as just constantly checking myself. It could be, am I sinning now? Am I doing this? Am I going to get caught, right? When there's nothing to get caught for, right? You're not doing anything wrong. So healing from this and this understanding of the kind of the pendulum of it is that there are times where we have to examine our coping skills. What helped me survive when I was sinning that is actually an impairment to me now post-conversion, right? Post-encounter. And so we can examine what is going on in my life. What are the thought patterns going on that just aren't helpful anymore? What is actually keeping me from accepting God's mercy and forgiveness? Because just like over here, there's a lot of self-reliance. It's I have to cope, I have to self-medicate, I have to take care of myself. And then we have the conversion and checking ourselves constantly is also that self-reliance. It's what do I have to do? How do I, you know, how do I make sure that I'm okay? How do I make sure I'm forgiven? And it's not trusting in God. So going to therapy, understanding why we do what we do, understanding our coping skills, understanding our thought patterns, and even deeper, the beliefs and experiences that have formed those makes a huge difference. When it comes to scrupulosity, when it comes to OCD and intrusive thoughts, there is so much healing. And that's the good news is that working with people in therapy, there is so much healing. You do see it. This is not something you have to have be struggling with for the rest of your life in the same way, right? But there are tools that we can pick up. There are things we can do to help. And that God wants to actively heal. 
So part of that is looking at why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I thinking how I'm thinking? Where did this come from? Right? Where did I learn this self-reliance? Where did I learn that self-checking and examining our images of God and trust for him in that process? And to really picture that pendulum, right? We're all called to that deeper conversion. And, and so it's something that we do have to check in ourselves. Right? Am I living in shame? Am I living how I was, as St. Paul says? Right? Am I living um, as a slave when I don't need to be a slave? Um, or am I thinking as a slave when I don't need to be a slave to my sin or to my worry? So why are we doing what we're doing? And maybe pursuing that healing, finding a professional to talk to, to sort out and examine our thoughts, our beliefs, our experiences, and our wounds to ultimately offer them up to God. So thank you for watching. If you have any comments below, please leave them down there somewhere. Hit that like, subscribe button, wherever it is. Um, and God bless. Bye.